0: Good morning, this is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to the First Thing Podcast. It's the daily top story podcast produced most weekdays right here in the newsroom. You can tune in and check out past episodes on our website, mailtribune.com podcasts, or on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Here are the top stories for Friday, September 21st, 2018. First up. An altercation that ended with a man shot inside a fast food restaurant bathroom is being described by Eagle Point Police as the agency's first fatal shooting by an officer in at least two decades. Matthew Thayer Graves, 35, was shot and killed following an altercation with two Eagle Point Police officers that started just after 8.45 p.m. Wednesday at the Carl's Jr. along Westland Road in Eagle Point, according to Captain Tim Snaith with the Jackson County Sheriff's Office, which is leading the investigation. One of the officers suffered a minor injury. According to a press release, Snaith said the officer was struck in the face. As of Thursday afternoon, Snaith said, the case remained under investigation regarding what type of weapon Graves may have had, how many shots were fired, and where the gunshots struck Graves. More details are anticipated today, when an autopsy is expected to be completed. What's known in the early stages of the shooting investigation is that an Eagle Point police officer attempted to, quote, make contact with Graves in the parking lot of the restaurant, which shares a parking lot with Walmart. Snaith said Graves reportedly ran inside the Carl's Jr. to the restroom, quote, where a struggle ensued. The officer called for backup, drawing a second Eagle Point officer to the scene, where, quote, both officers continued to struggle with the suspect, according to Snaith. At some point, shots were fired, Snaith said. It's not yet known why police initially made contact with Graves, or how long the incident had escalated before deadly force was used. Snaith declined to comment on specifics, saying more would be known after JCSO detectives questioned the two officers in interviews scheduled for Monday. Eagle Point Police Chief Darren May said he's unaware of any other officer-involved shootings involving his agency, quote, in the 20 years I've been with the department. Both officers are on paid administrative leave until a grand jury can review the facts leading up to the shooting. May said other officers have, quote, stepped up and are working overtime to cover shifts while the officers are on leave and are able to draw from the sheriff's office for assistance. Eagle Point police wore body cameras, and the footage is being reviewed by JCSO, according to May. And last up, an 876-acre city-owned property in the foothills east of Interstate 5 has long been eyed as a prime spot for an energy-producing solar farm. But as Ashland City Council members studied it earlier this week, they got an fill from environmentalists who noted it's also prime habitat for a rare sparrow and two struggling species of wild plants. Acquired by the city in 1996 as a receiving site for effluent from the city wastewater treatment plant, an idea that was abandoned, the rolling grassland and oak woodlands known as the Imperatrice property is home to the grasshopper sparrow. The bird gets its name because its trill sounds like a grasshopper, said Pepper Trail, conservation co-chairman for Rogue Valley Audubon Society and forensic ornithologist with the National Fish and Wildlife Forensics Laboratory in Ashland. We believe this is the largest breeding colony in at least western Oregon, if not the whole state, said Trail, and it's known to be sensitive to disturbances, so any kind of rogue construction or solar array could cause them to abandon the site. It has happened in other places." The bird is, quote, almost gone from the Willamette Valley because of habitat loss, leaving the Imperatrice property as its prime habitat, he said. Trail suggested that, quote, the proposed industrial-scale development instead go on rooftops, the airport, the university, median strips on the freeway. The council, however, authorized a request for proposals for construction of a large-scale 10 to 12 megawatt solar generation project. The request would go out in mid-October and be reviewed in November. Christy Mergenthaler of the Southern Oregon Land Conservancy told the council that the birds' population has dipped by 67% in the last 30 years. We support solar and conservation, and if the city develops it, let's look at other locations, she said. Do parking lots, degraded land. The Imperatrice is not a wasteland. And that's it for today. Check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.